This is the Double Deuce Podcast. Welcome to Double Deuce. Yes. It's I'm Nelson. And I'm Will. And it's 22 minutes of podcast. We talk about shit. Yeah. Double Deuce. Yep. Whenever you're in Lawrence, Kansas, grab a drink at Frank's North Star Tavern, official bar of the Double Deuce Podcast. And we're on. Double Deuce. This is Double Deuce. With, Hi. With Amber. It's Amber's back. Super fan Amber Fraley is back. You might remember Amber from such episodes as the last one that she did where she read some poetry. Yeah. Yeah. How's that been going, Amber? The poetry? Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. I've been writing a lot of poetry lately. Nice. Cool. Did you bring any in today? Did I bring? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Well, shit, there goes... We got, well, I guess we, we're going to quit about 21 minutes early uh, today. No, uh, I we, guess, you know, somebody's, it's kind of like the bringing your guitar to a party. Exactly. <laughs> bringing your poetry to a, a podcast. Just expecting, like, people will clearly want me to bust clearly, this out at I some know. point or another. And maybe they do, but it seems presumptuous. It does. And awkward. Well, I guess I just fucked up that lead. Uh, yeah. I just screwed that up. Okay, we- I fucking lied. I have a copy in my purse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to go dig it out. Uh, but I'm writing new poetry, too. So. Well, I didn't bring any new poetry. Uh, that's been Amber's poetry corner. Yeah, uh, I think we, maybe we, next time. Maybe, maybe next time. Maybe Just, next time. If you corner. see her on the street, ask her to dig it around and then pull it out of wherever it is she keeps it. Yeah, and read it to you because it's it's funny. It's funny. I liked it. I read mm-hmm. the book. What's the I book still called? Need to get the book. It's called uh, Poems from a Midlife Crisis. That's the one. I read Poems from a Midlife Crisis, which is available at Wonder Fair. It is available at Wonder Fair. Awesome. And I've been trying to get some readings booked around town, and that's not. Working nice, so I might try my own. There's always a way to do your own, yeah, performance around town. Well, you were talking about maybe starting a podcast yourself, would it be poetry based or just life based? No, just life based, I think. Okay, I think it would be. I'm thinking about doing like a a woman one, but inviting a dude once in a while, yeah, yeah, just to to balance it out. I was gonna ask you, so poems from midlife crisis, it's Uh I said a lot of women my age are identifying with it. How is it for a guy? I'm just curious. And you know, I, I, I think that uh, there's enough content in there that appeals to both, that just is generally about getting a little older and those, the weird paradigm shifts and life shifts that happen at that time. Enough so that I related to most of the poems. Oh, um, yeah, I mean, the stuff about menopause directly, I had to sort of fill in with some, you know, memories from and stories from uh, other people that I'd heard. So it was more of an empathy thing than sympathy. But uh, I certainly, certainly enjoyed it. Um, so I think it, I think it can be read and enjoyed by both sexes. Aww. Yeah, you should put that on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> I need so, to get. I just I'm never downtown. Next time I'm downtown, I need to remember to stop in there and pick up a copy. Oh fuck it, I'll just give you one. It's fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm not selling. Has anybody ever told you this is a terrible sales thing? <laughs> fuck it, I'll just I'll, give you one. I'll pay you, but I'd be happy to be spared the trip. <laughs> Uh, well, I thought we, uh, that just get, occurred to me that, that that was a really good marketing tip, Nelson. Do you, should we have any other marketing ideas? Hot hot Nelson marketing tips from a hot Nelson marketing tip corner. Uh, <laughs> what the, it's, it's good for both men and women. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think I think uh-huh. people I, I think the problem that I've sometimes heard people say about about this podcast is is that we don't necessarily you know uh, we don't we don't have any any stuff that they can use. Yeah. Uh, so I think if we had like if if you gave some marketing tip, maybe more people would listen because they'd be like, oh, Nelson's clever and. and 
he's in marketing and we should listen to this and then do it and then people will listen. I mean, you know, when in doubt, like, make it a dare. Yeah, yeah. You could, like, just try to appeal to someone's vanity and pride about, like, tell them that, that, you know, they wouldn't be able to handle this product or this product's... They're not good enough for this product, right? Or, right. So if I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a tampon guy. It's uh-huh. like Max, you can't handle the pawn, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Something like that. Would you buy that product? Uh, I don't know. So you're talking about tailoring the podcast to uh, like an advertiser. I know. I'm, I'm talking about Nelson gives some marketing tips, and then people listen for all the marketing executives. They, 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 they want. They want to get but marketing I like tips. To listen to you too. I mm-hmm. those are some of my favorite episodes. But how do you feel about the tampons? <laughs> Can you handle them? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> All right, see? Well, prove it. Marketing. Buy them and use them. You heard it here first. Yeah, I used to. Don't have to anymore. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, next week we talk about target demographics. Okay, we should switch to the earthquake. Okay. Do you yeah. think? Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about the earthquake. So there were, uh, so uh, the Kansas was... A whole bunch of places. And a whole, a whole bunch, bunch of places, places were part of an earthquake that was centered in Oklahoma, near Oklahoma City, which sadly was not damaged uh, <laughs> in the 6.5... 6.5 quake? Yeah, 6.8, I think. It, I, think. Oh, 6.8? I think it was 5. Point eight. Oh, was it? Uh, That's okay. what. Yeah, I read someone said it felt like six point eight. Like they yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> so here in, in the Midwest, we have tornadoes, but we don't have a lot of earthquakes. Well, not till not till Oklahoma. Not till about ten years ago. Fracking. Yeah. Well, and, and us too. Yeah. We still we definitely were in that party, but we backed off once earthquakes started happening in a place that's not been known for earthquakes for thousands of years. <laughs> I just woke up this morning, I opened the Facebook, everybody is like, mm-hmm. earthquake, earthquake, and I'm like, god damn it, I missed it again! <laughs> I don't know what so to tell you. Yeah. It woke me up. But I also, I live in like a basement, which the floor of which is concrete with a pretty thin carpet, so I feel earthquakes no problem. So we are on the <laughs> second floor. I think, I think that's, I, a lot of people who are like, didn't feel a thing, I think are people who live on, or on second floors, or at least sleep on second floors. But Jay Mouse in his apartment is he on the? I don't know. Uh, he certainly seemed to feel it. Or he put something up about yeah, it. He might. He might not have been asleep. Yeah, I think uh, that might be the difference. That people who were asleep, who were like more on a second floor, may not have been enough. Because it at first, because it wasn't insane, but mostly it was just fucking long. It just kind of really? kept going, mm-hmm. and it was enough to like wake me up. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, what? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, the the pet is totally vibrating. Yeah, like, just like like. And, then, and for a second, I'm like, what? what is that? Why is that? Oh, it's an earthquake. And then I'm like, okay, man, it's still fucking going, huh? <laughs> yep, still going. I thought... Uh, but I it was, was like, I was pretty dead asleep, so I don't even know exactly how long it went, because eventually I just kind of was back out, but I was never that awake. Yeah. Because I stayed up kind of late last night, so I was still pretty in the middle of dead asleep when it happened. Yeah, I thought I thought that it was uh, that it was going to be. Uh, well, I thought first of all, I thought that I was I was having an uncontrollable uh, shaking. You know, what's as, weird because it really is like just a fucking vibration here. Like, yeah, it's not like a huge fucking rumbling or anything. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's almost like like you like you, you're on one of those quarter vibrating. Yeah, beds. Like it, it's, it's kind of going seriously slowly. takes like a few seconds to be like, what the fuck? Is- oh, <laughs> does it yeah. feel like because you? Oh no, you don't work over by the railroad tracks in North Lawrence, do you? No, I no, not that close to them. Did 
And it, when the trains go by, sometimes it bites the whole building. And I always mm. imagine that's what it was. I think, I think that's a, a fairly apt comparison. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, it's it's kind of like all of a sudden everywhere you were sitting or walking, it's just kind of vibrating bed. <laughs> and actually my mom, who's been laid up, is, was rolling around kind of in an office chair. And she was up <laughs> to, because that's how she has to get around with her leg busted. But, uh, and it's all hardwood. And so she was like, I was just... Fucking rolling around from side to side, and at first I thought your dad was fucking with me, and then I realized he was like six feet away, and it was like, oh, earthquake. I, I think that's that's funny that that's sort of a, like that was one of my other first thoughts was that like Jack was just fucking with the, the, like why is she bouncing the bed uh-huh. up and down like that's weird. Well, I, uh, that was kind of too like sometimes one of my cats fucking. Especially on the weekend, because she gets salmon on the weekend. So I thought maybe she was like, so someday she'll come up and like be energetically wanting attention or trying to get me, trying to get me up. And so at first I was like, it's fucking custard fuck. And I'm like, no, there's no cat in the bed. And the cats can't do this. It's not possible. And then the entire house. They don't have that power yet. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty freaky. And then, uh, then of course, I mean, it was seven thirty in the morning, and we were up. And I walked in, and the little guy was like staring up from the playpen, like, "What the hell just happened? Aww. I'm not up for this shit." Uh, so we yeah, we ended up going around to downtown and getting some food at Ladybird. But but uh, and, and I, I I let everybody know that, we, that the town was still standing. There was yes. not a huge amount of. Damage. You were there immediately. Like, I was. I was on the scene. I was on the scene. And because then you were at Ladybird. You were first to report. Yeah. The, well, time is of the essence in these situations. And, you know, if I'm not reporting it, then, then someone else is, you know. This is, we don't build a media empire by in. And you got to beat Chad Lawhorn, right? And I got to beat Chad Lawhorn. <laughs> My personal inhibition. Yeah. You were, you were, you were oh, man. I even managed to get some wife jokes in there, too. <laughs> Just like Chad Lawhorn. Yeah. You did. <laughs> oh, Chad. Oh, Chad of Town Talk. Read it. The, uh, the we- LJWorld.com. <laughs> hashtag Town Talk. Find out what all the casual misogyny is about. <laughs> and the latest Lawrence shit. I feel like this, you know, people have said that too that we're a little, we're a little too local sometimes, but I think that it's educating people outside of Lawrence about it's what true. life in, in Lawrence is like. Because uh, you know, then they'll, they'll know all the ins and outs by the time they get here. I feel like it's difficult to, and I think we we really showed it in the microaggressions episode. <laughs> that <laughs> it's also you know, twenty two minutes isn't a lot of time to talk about you know much broader important topics, especially because it's also not the whole twenty two minutes. Yeah, it's usually I, I, a thing I, you, you find yourself talking about halfway through, and it's like. Is this really eleven minutes worth of content that where we can accomplish anything, <laughs> or not do such a reductive, half-assed version of it that it actually is worse? <laughs> I just feel like as you get older, mm-hmm. you need to like lessen your expectations for actually trying to become famous on a national level. So it's okay to just appeal it's to true. the people in your town, you know. Well, I think it's also <laughs> just to give up. You just have to give up. Just try to be Lawrence famous. It's true. <laughs> Yes, big fish in a little pond. Listen, the what eighty thousand people in this town? If ten percent of them listen to podcasts, we can have up to eight thousand fans yeah. at some point. That's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So, are you our eight thousandth fan? <laughs> listen in to find out. I dare you. 
market. Because you can't handle it. <laughs> you can't handle this podcast. <laughs> Well, what else should we talk about? That was exciting about earthquakes, and yeah, uh, then there was there, that was it. It <laughs> happened, and everybody was fine. And I think there was very little damage, even in Oklahoma City, where in the epicenter. Although later, I've heard that there were maybe a few. It looks buildings. like there's some stick shit got fucked up at some point. I don't know why. Somehow, yeah, Lawrence seems unscathed by all yeah. these that keep happening, even though. Away. You know, I feel like well, I you're feel generally like, not damaged by that many. This is what I was about to say. I think, like, for some reason, like, the, yeah. maybe it's being in the valley, or maybe it's it's that we're blessed by God, mm-hmm. and no harm shall ever befall us. Something to do with the, the geological makeup of this area, or versus yeah, yeah, like Western maybe Kansas it, maybe it, it holds like some ancient sacred relic uh-huh. that like this place will always be safe. But, uh, like, all the storms and shit, uh, like, nothing uh, seems it to really... It kind of clips the edge. Yeah. We get, we get grazed by shit. Goes to the north, goes to the south, gets real nasty, but generally, like, splits around uh, town when it comes to storms and tornadoes and stuff. Now, probably it's a huge proclamation. Yeah. I probably just doomed us to a fiery Maybe. hell. Stop, stop using our marketing strategy <laughs> against God. Exactly. Maybe the concentration of atheists somehow... Mm. Oh, it's the protection nice, of nice. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, the prayers of atheists keep us safe <laughs> to, to know atheists. God. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, they are acts of God, yes. I suppose, so, yeah. Screw that, dude. So maybe the key to safety lies, <laughs> key to safety lies in your atheists. Treat your atheists well. You know, they, I think they're a little militant. Like I was on, the, I'm on that atheist group, uh-huh. and I think sometimes it's like, it's like, man, you atheists are being pretty militant. Like we really? know, you, well, I, like it. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I get that there's no God according to the atheists, but I think that's like that's your point. And uh, and then getting mad about people who believe in God is isn't that the same as Christians who get mad about atheists? I mean, you come at it from a little bit more of a secular humanist kind of maybe bent of being not being so angry, just being nice about things, but not. No, I feel like it's okay to be personally angry, but not publicly angry about it. I mean, I yeah. certainly I mean, what the atheist group is for. So you can vent, but uh, not like be that obnoxious. That's true. You don't necessarily see yeah. public. You know. Yeah. yeah. That that's why I, how I use it. I kind of feel like it's it's cool. Like I mean, if you're an atheist, that's fine. It's like we, 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 there are other things we can talk about, but. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just it seemed like sometimes sometimes it can boil over into a little. But I don't want to shit on the atheist club either because I'm sure that they might be listening, uh, and then they're going to bring down the wrath of the god they don't believe in on us. No, what's it's um, called? Lawrence. I'll give him a shout out. It's called Lawrence. Uh, Lawrence a- atheist skeptics. Lawrence uh, free think. It's Lawrence free. God Lawrence damn it, free. Free thinking Free Lawrence club. Atheist club. Anyway, if you're if you're an atheist, Free thinkers of Lawrence, and you yeah. or you know any atheists who want to you're join the Facebook off. page, <laughs> I dare you! I fucking dare you to go to the Lawrence Free Thinkers page because you can't handle it. Yeah. I, one thing I love about the group is the guy who runs it. I'm going to get myself in trouble here. Jay is um, he's just grumpy and he cracks me up with his grumpy atheist. <laughs> and he works at a local pawn shop. And so I asked him to explain to me how pawning works, because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so he's explaining it to me, and it's kind of a racket. I mean, but kind of not. It's legal and everything. But, like, right. you give your shit, and then you have to buy it back, basically. And he's at a markup. At a markup. And he's explaining this to me, and I can tell he's, 
like enjoys it. <laughs> you enjoy that, don't you? And he's like, um, yeah, kind of. And that just makes me laugh too, because I don't know, he's grumpy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know. I, ever since uh, reading Crime and Punishment, I, I have just kind of steered clear of pawn shops because I'm, I'm afraid I'd want to hit the owner in the head with a hatchet. I've never been in one. I... Pawn shop? Yeah, I've never been in one. Really? I no idea. Yeah, I didn't know how it worked until he explained it to me. I've been in a couple times to look for, like, I think especially looking for, like, theater, like stuff for sketches or play or something like costume or prop thing to be like, hey, I can't find this thing. Do they have it? But I haven't ever pawned anything. Yeah, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. Um, I, uh, I just usually go in looking for guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's the kind of thing my parents always said. Don't ever go into a payday mom place and don't ever go into a gun shop. <laughs> and my mother always said, don't ever play with a Ouija board. <laughs> I think we should maybe take a moment to give a special shout out to the uh, Lodge here, the Eagles Lodge, where we're recording again. Yep. Um, it's usual. very exciting this time of year, because uh-huh. uh, there's a large contingency of Oklahoma fans uh, who, who come down, and uh, and it becomes the, I don't know, boomer, sooner sooner boomer nation, or whatever. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, it's a, it's exciting time. I struggled a little today. I was watching that game. Earlier. Really? Yeah. I kept it. turning the ball over. Uh-oh. Great. Well, they, like they might not be happy out there. But anyway, uh, yeah, so if you're an Oklahoma fan and you're coming to Lawrence uh, to escape the the earthquake, find a new home, uh, mm-hmm. then you can, you can you hang can here on Saturdays. Come to the lodge. Yeah. yeah. I dare you. <laughs> it's working. Yeah, I, I really think this is a new thing that we should use every time. On everything. There is kind of a sea of red out there. Yeah, it's a, it's a big... Group here today. It's about all that's here today, too. I think there's a few people eating barbecue that I saw out there, too. Oh, I saw the smoker going out there. Yeah. Oh, so here's the thing. Yeah? Um, yeah. Let's go to uh, Mustache and Beard Championship Corner. <gasps> oh, yeah. So I got asked this week, I'm very excited about this, to go to Emporia and to, uh, and to judge the Kansas uh, October Beard Fest. Um, beard and mustache competition, uh, and uh, I can't remember the exact date. It's it's late October, yeah. uh, and uh, it's in a place called the Bourbon Cowboy in Emporia. Which newsflash: there's a place called the Bourbon Cowboy in Emporia, huh. Kansas, which is quite exciting. I wonder if I knew that. I haven't been to Emporia in a long ass time. Man, why go to Emporia? It's on lockdown, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, I thought that's where they kept all the like uh, the zombies and shit. Like, in Emporia. I about zombies, but... I don't know, I used to go there because I knew people who went there who majored in theater, so I'd go catch plays there. Our friend Rody, who at some point we need to get on the podcast if he's ever in town on a recording day. Yeah, 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 that'd be great. That'd be great. Are you like him? Chris Nelson? Probably not. I don't know how that, what that all entails. You know, I can find <laughs> out for you. I am a judge, but then I, I feel like I might have to recuse myself in your your beard uh, judging because you know friends and all. I feel I feel like the, those level of competitions are usually more intense than I feel like participating in. When you see pictures and things about them, it's like eh, it seems like a lot of extra work. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of having the beard in the first place is because you don't feel like doing a lot of extra work. <laughs> <laughs> Do you well, think there's a swimsuit competition? 
There might for be. For the beardy guys? Yeah. Now that would be awesome. I would look forward to that. I don't know for sure. I haven't seen any pictures of that kind of thing. I've just mostly seen like real sculpted and stylized beards and mustaches oh, yeah. with sometimes oiled or, or other product did up and things like that. And I'm just like, I, just, I don't know. I comb, it, I comb it after I get out of the shower. Otherwise it gets kind of... Snarly. Oh, okay. Here That's it is. About all Here I it know. is. October twenty second, twenty sixteen, at the Bourbon Cowboy in Emporia. It starts at six o'clock, I think. Uh, if you're not doing anything on the twenty second of October and you're in Emporia or you've ever wanted to see Emporia, I'll try to see if we can get them to open up the gates. <laughs> if you ever wanted to see Emporia, I don't know why I haven't gone yet. <laughs> but anyway, now's the time. I dare you <laughs> go to Emporia. I kind of want to go. It's the gateway to the Flint Mills. Right? Uh, Isn't that how they build themselves? Something like that. It's been a while. Also, lots of times, back when I would go, I was either probably getting pretty high or drinking or both. And so, I don't know, it's all kind of a blur. Frankly, Emporia. (laughs) It's like rolling through the Twinkie factory high Uh, as a kite. I remember going to the Flying J a lot at like 3 in the morning for breakfast. Yeah, the Flying J. I've been down there. That's like that's like the rest stop on the way. That's the one rest stop on the way to Hillsborough where yeah. Jack's family was from. So we spent a lot of time at that flying gym. I know there, there was this one year, Rhodey had done a show and he had this big house and they had this huge fucking party after the show. They had fucking like three bands playing at once, like one in the basement, one in the living room and one somewhere else. And Lauren and I were running the kegs next to a bad dude's machine <laughs> The cops kept coming by and finally like shut things down because they're like, guys, three bands, come on. <laughs> and then so we kind of was everything was winding down. We went to the Flying J and then noticed that the cops had shut down the party and got off duty and reading at the Flying J too. So we went over and had some food them. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a heartwarming story about uh-huh. Emporia. Uh, so yeah, come join us. Well, I think that's, that's getting towards the end of our time for today. We had an exciting time. What did we learn today? We had Nelson's marketing corner. Yeah, we learned about marketing, and we learned about earthquakes, uh-huh. and we learned about Emporia. That's right. That's right. It's a fascinating uh, journey. Oh, and atheists. We oh yeah, learned about atheists. That came up. It sounds like there's about a fight about to start here in the line. <laughs> so uh, we'll leave you with the, hugs. the sweet sounds of uh, of uh, Oklahoma could... fans fighting. Cool. Double deuce. Double deuce. Contact us at DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at DoubleDeucePod. We are also on Facebook as DoubleDeucePodcast. We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast.